and welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, Joel Paul Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. Sam Whiteley. Yo. Taylor Barrett. Greetings. All right, we're all here. Uh, so this week, we're going to talk about shyness. Um, I'm nervous. Is it? Are you? Are you? Perfect, Maybe. perfect. Well, then we'll talk to you about it first. Oh, fuck, uh, yeah. <laughs> so shyness is something that I definitely deal with. I deal with it on and off. There's times where I feel more confident, times where I feel less confident. Um, what do you think makes you feel... More shy slash less confident. Um, new situations. I feel like like just like foreign areas. You know what I mean. Where like uh, I I just started jujitsu and okay. uh, going to that gym. I was like, I haven't been to a, a gym in a long time, let alone a combat sports gym since I was like seven and did karate. So yeah. this is all those people here are like black belts and they they're walking in and like not knowing how they view me, not knowing what to expect about that. Not you know the, knowing that 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 they're their perception of me could be anywhere from, oh, this is a cool new guy or, or this dumbass doesn't know anything. You know, yeah. that, that just you should say, try comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I have <laughs> and fucking burns, bro. <laughs> intense cop jokes and burns. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, just the uh, new situations definitely yeah. like make you feel more anxious. Yeah, especially just the less you know about a situation, whether that's the area, the people there, or the perception of, of what new people look like in that area, yeah. or definitely can enhance the the shyness and nervousness. I, yeah. I feel like for sure. Cool. What about you, Sam? I think being, yeah, obviously new situations, being outside whatever your comfort zone is. And then when you're around a lot of new people, I mean, like meeting new people can be awesome. There was a time when we were not friends. We did not know each other Mm -hmm. and we became friends. But even that, I mean, I think the first times I hung out with each of you, there were people I already did know around that we we had mutual friends and that really helps. And, you know, go ahead. I was just gonna say that's really that's really helpful having people that you're familiar with introducing you to people. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it takes away from that word a little bit shy. Oh. Like, uh, I don't I don't think that that word it'd be a bummer if that was a blanket personality description. Yeah. I think that we're yeah. we're obviously it depends where we're at, who we're around, Definitely. and those kinds of things. Yeah, like people aren't like you're not a shy person. You're just less shy around certain people, right? Yeah, or it shows up in certain situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about for you, Zoe? Yeah, I was thinking about how, like, because I'm naturally, like, a really, like, for the most part, like, really, like, kind of loud and, like, boisterous person, like, when I'm out and about, sometimes, like, when I'm not, which because I do, I go through, like, phases where I'll get quiet, like, if you spend time with me, like, at my house or, you know, like, we travel together or something, you see me out of, like, when I'm on, you know? Yeah. And then people are like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing, I'm just not on right now, you know? Like, I got to recharge sometimes. doesn't happen to me as much as it used to, but when I was younger, I think I was a lot more hyper and, uh... Yeah, I think I remember people like and then it made me feel bad. Like I'm like people like were like sh- they didn't see shyness or as like reservedness as a part of my personality. But it is yeah. it's definitely. But I think now that doesn't happen as much because I think at, now that I'm older, it's like pretty clear that I have a reserved side. But do you yeah. think do you think that's kind of attributed to like a social battery thing? Like you you, you, you describe yourself being hyper. So like you might like burn yourself out really quick. And now you're like, yeah, I got to shut down for totally. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I also think I've heard this thing before. Like, have you guys ever heard that? Like like the definition of an introvert is like somebody who, or like a way to understand being introverted is like somebody who recharges from being alone. But that doesn't necessarily mean that when you're around people, you're not an outgoing person. And so like, I think, but I almost feel like when I was a kid, I was outgoing. Like I I only recharged from being around other people. And I think that's like a really draining way to live for the most part. I I think we all need to be somewhat introverted at times or at least we need to recharge alone i think like and i think as you get older at least for me as someone who like only did that um i'm like pretty much the opposite now but i also but also in the same space like my social life is a really important part of my balance so 
it's still a big part of my personality. But yeah. What about you, Zane? Yeah. Um, I would say for me, like shyness. Um, and like I said, I go. It kind of goes through spurts. I would say that there's certain times where like I feel more confident, and that's usually when I'm around people that like I'm familiar with. You know, mm-hmm. so like a lot of times, you know, like I'll, I'll ask you guys, like, hey, do you guys want to go out to like this thing with me? And it's like it's oh, yeah. because if I go by myself, then I'm going to be more reserved. But I feel like when I'm around people who I'm familiar with, it allows me to be more myself. You know. Yeah, we were just talking about that. We were like thanking each other the other day. We were like, thanks for going to Mike's with me. It helps me go to like more in one night or whatever. Just like having yeah. a buddy, even if we don't hang out the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And just having that familiarity with like somebody that you can bounce back with. You don't have to hang out the entire time, yeah. but just having that availability to be like, hey, I'm going to go check back in with this person. You yeah. know, like it's motivating too sometimes when you feel shy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of like my shyness comes around. It, yeah. It would be like new situations and new people. Um, it's funny because like meeting both of you the way I did, which was primarily through comedy and knowing comics that were also friends with you, I wouldn't describe either one of you as a shy person. Yeah, I would yeah. very friendly, outgoing people, but a lot of that is like through the circumstances I'm yeah. around you, mm-hmm. and that's not a full descriptor of who you are all the time. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's the same with me. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, because I've definitely like I remember when like I first came to Portland like seeing you out and like as opposed to now and like seeing you out you know like, right like i i think when i first saw you you were a little bit more reserved but like now it's like you know i i see you like not afraid to talk to people or not afraid to crack a joke or just like just more confident for sure i mean like the i mean it's a different conversation all it's or it's a whole nother thing the culture of the open mic and oh, just yeah. portland comedy as a whole and yeah. i I'm from here, but I didn't know anybody that did it. And I didn't really start with friends of mine outside. So I I didn't like meeting new people as much and sort of felt more comfortable letting other people be the first to say something. Yes. And you have to accept like you might seem pretty standoffish to people or, yeah. and shy when you act yeah. that way. Um, but now as someone that's done it not only knows a ton of people but has just done comedy a long time yeah. there's a bit of a dynamic there than people who are newer want to say something to you first and well yeah and i i, I like what you said about that go ahead oh, are you sure yeah. okay i was just gonna say i think I, I, I now that you're saying that i feel like i've gotten better at just being like hi i'm zoe because of comedy because it's like for, sure. for a long time i didn't at the beginning and then i was just yeah. around all these people that i knew but i like had never introduced myself to and it just got awkward after a while yeah. and so i started just being like hi i'm zoe like and now i do it in all parts of my social life like if someone mm-hmm. brings someone with them and they don't introduce them i'll, I'll yeah. just be like hi i'm zoe yeah so it's like helped me get it's, over that it's been really weird like i go to a lot of comedy shows with, with zane and shit and like uh even having done it a very small amount of times just just in in burns like um it's 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 weird being around people that are so willing to be social you know like i'm i'm definitely like kind of t- taking a lot of mental notes just kind of like observing you know not trying to be too like intrusive to people's experience and uh, it's it's strange and and honestly like very relieving being around people that like that want to interact you know yeah. like uh, there's there's a time where one comedian I, I saw like walk into a group and like knew everybody but me and said hi to everybody and then turned to me just naturally and was just out loud said i don't know you and i was like <laughs> yeah i was like yeah i saw that happening and, and I'm, like we kind of chatted for a second and it was it was it was it was a very like relieving experience just to like have that it wasn't it didn't feel very very forced but it, it did feel kind of like sudden like i don't know you i'm now now i do kind of know you and that, that was that, that was a very 
unique experience for feeling like a little bit of an outsider in that situation. Well, and it can become kind of a rare experience to meet a new person when you do comedy and you're at a lot of open mics yeah. for yeah. two, three years. You feel like I, I know everybody that mm-hmm. does this. Yeah. Like it, it's a, it's a sizable community, but it's n- like relative to a lot of things. It's not that big. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like I've compared it a lot to going where there's definitely a, a lot of the same social dynamics. It's like being in high school yes, as an yeah. adult. Yeah. It's like a couple hundred people. Yeah. I'm very close with some of them. Mm-hmm. Some of them I just know their name and, yeah. and interact with. Um, some I don't care for as much. Yeah. But y- yeah, and and there's, there's different age dynamics and yeah, things like that yeah, that make certain people kind of shy and others sort of more outgoing. Well, something sure. I like that you said earlier was just kind of like, you know, uh, being like the first person to like kind of say hi, you know, like because mm-hmm. that was something that like I... I was coming from a perspective of just like, you know, I don't want to intrude kind of how you were saying. Right. Like, I don't want to intrude on people's things. I'll be... I'll let them come say hi to me first, you know? And it's like, there is that... There is that, you know that that where you can come across as standoffish but like that's not my intent my intent is to make you feel comfortable by you coming to me first but it's like you can't be perceived as being shy or being standoffish oh yeah because you're not the first one to say hi yeah yeah well and me and Zane have talked about that too like i think like being male identified like sometimes when you get more aware of like women's experiences Mm -hmm. and i think like often men sometimes will get like i've noticed men will be like i don't want to approach women because i don't want to like you know, we just always talk about how we feel uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. So I think that's another thing too, is like, how you're constantly who, being approached yeah. by men. So I'm like, I won't approach you, but it's like, now I seem standoffish. Like I won't talk to you. Like I yeah. can't, it can be as simple as just like the energy that True. if you're nervous or whatever, then yeah, don't approach people because yeah. that makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's yeah. amazing to see, I'm not going to criticize any one person, but we both know lots of people that do that. And, yeah. Very true. And they, I, I don't, I, would love to tell them like just just back off a little bit yeah and yeah, you yeah we won't were just talking about that earlier make people feel uneasy yeah yeah, yeah I, I think there is some overcompensating occasionally like i i haven't seen it probably as much as you guys have described it but i've definitely seen sometimes where i'm like i can tell that there's no like sinister intent here but the overcompensation is like just creating this this strange dynamic of like n- like you you have that's to a talk good to word for it yeah for sure. yeah yeah and i think you're right and there's people like that in life always but i think there's more people like that in comedy because often we are kind of like awkward and that's part of what makes us funny and then some people yeah. are still awkward but they like for perform being social and then it's yeah. weird or like well how do you deal with with being like shy or awkward or anything like that how do you deal with that and being a performer because that's for me that's something really difficult because yeah. it's like when i stumble i get really uncomfortable and yeah. i'm just like oh god I'm, I'm fumbling um but now i'm fumbling in front of everybody yeah. i think that sh- uh Awkward is something that you can make work for you mm-hmm. and make you funny. Shyness, maybe not so much. That's sure. something that like y- you get better by getting less shy as yeah. a blanket. And we were talking a little bit before this that like that word, I like the word shy because yeah. I think it's healthier than calling someone anxious mm-hmm. or so they have social anxiety and mm-hmm. that's why they get nervous around like it might it might be the case or it may be just something that they can work past and mm-hmm. for me i mean the biggest hurdle with comedy was that i was very nervous about public speaking it wasn't trying to think of jokes or say things it was projecting that and yeah. being in front of you know even right now i'm saying you've always been all... funny that's well, the thing you. i've always appreciated about mm-hmm. you is you've always been funny well right uh but you you remember the early days. It was yeah. a bad presence up there. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so getting past that, I think, is just 
mean like I'm less shy on stage mm-hmm. now yes. than I used to be and I think it's it's a full benefit you know Definitely. I was thinking though too but I also feel like part of what's funny about you is that you, I mean you're I guess like I don't know if you call it deadpan or whatever but like sure. yeah like but but I feel like there is like a little yeah like you said like you are using a little bit of awkwardness to your absolutely benefit, and it makes your jokes way funnier yeah. like the way you deliver them that could be interpreted it's as like awkward confidently or shy. It, like yeah. developing being yourself yeah. is yeah. what's yeah. important yeah. and i'm never going to be a high exactly. energy person yeah. if i tried to do comedy the same way w- certain people we know lance some edwards. of which <laughs> if i try if lance and i traded <laughs> sets that, that might be, be fun for some people yeah. for a night but <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah. think it would benefit no. either one of us <laughs> yeah. long term yeah. you know? and it shows it shows how like it, you don't have to be because sometimes I get in my head about that. Sometimes I'm like maybe I'm not animated enough on stage because I am an animated person naturally. But I then there's people that are super unanimated, and that's what's fucking funny about them. Sometimes yeah. you know, so it, it's all right. Lance subjective. is one of my favorite people to go right after. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. especially if he did very well. Yeah, yeah. we are he killed s- it last night. <laughs> he always he's so good. Yeah, he's very good. <laughs> I love shout Lance. out to Lance. We love you, Lance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That that dynamic would be really interesting too. That like high energy, that like bringing up the the room, and then I feel like a lot of people would be nervous to, or like even uncomfortable to like be a low energy comic after that. But that dynamic would be so hilarious. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. Well, if you could write it, like you have to be able to like be comfortable in the discomfort, you know, because mm-hmm. like you're showing up as like this person who's lower energy after somebody who is very clearly higher energy. And if you don't uh, like encompass that and just accept that that's what it is, then you're, you know, almost fighting. You have to be comfortable with it. Like there would have been a time, you know, where I was getting better, but that wouldn't have worked. Like Mm -hmm. Lance doing his thing and me coming right after it would have kind of buried me. Whereas if I went before him, it might have gone better and then he'll go up and do great. Yeah, sure. And, And now it's a little bit different. Yeah, I like what you said about it being like part of like that's who you are. So you're not going to be someone different because I think it's like, yeah, it's like your like your authentic voice becomes as funny as it can become in its own way, because the authentic part is a huge part of yeah. what makes us funny. So if you steered away from you're like, I'm going to be this super loud, like lose my hands right. a lot guy. Yeah, it wouldn't be your authentic voice. No, right. it's just not who I am. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's right. why it's fucking funny. But I, I feel like I'm getting the confidence to say whatever I want, even yeah. if it's kind of mean to somebody in the moment or a little yeah. extreme or dark or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, it's working. Yeah, so I'm saying, but I, I like that. It's like because it's authentic. That's why it doesn't matter if it's big or you know small or loud or whatever. Like it's it's funny when you yeah, get your authentic voice and you're a funny person. It works. Definitely, definitely. All right, well, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. I just said that. All right, let's talk about it. Taylor, (laughs) introduce our next topic. Uh, Next up, we're going to be talking about something that's very important to me, uh, and I I believe everybody in this room, uh, fulfilling your base needs. And I feel like that comes across very differently for everybody else. Everybody can have different base needs but i think the hardest part about it is recognizing when your base needs are not being fulfilled and doing something about it uh what's Mm -hmm. your experience with that zane um i would say for me like sleep is one that like i'll probably like let go for a little bit sleep and eating you know the two things that keep you alive yeah right yeah those are those are the ones those are the two things i want to mom you about the most yeah yeah well they're the two (laughs) that i feel like i can shave time off of you know i like i was like maybe i don't need as much sleep i can do more maybe i don't need to eat i can save some money and so but they're like the fundamental 
things that keep yeah. your body yeah. running. Yeah. 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 I ate a lot of muffins. I ate a lot of muffins so from many gas muffins. stations. You are the muffin man. He's fueled by muffins. Something, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I'm not not eating. I'm just not eating well. We should change the name of the podcast to Muffin Thoughts. Muffin <laughs> Thoughts. <laughs> See, all right after this commercial Seems break. like a much different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, how do you reflect on that? What was what the question? So what, what is like, the needs? Do you I not do a good job of on yeah, the sure. base? Or just I, like when you think about needs. Yeah, I mean, it's like coming over, I was thinking about like what is something I could contribute and I like what ma- started making me thinking about that was like as I've gotten older, I've tried to accept more that it's okay to think of yourself as a basic creature at times and that like we have all these problems that can be very, very hard and seem very, very, not that they aren't complicated, but I I remember struggling when I did therapy in my early 20s with accepting that when I'm going through a breakup or I'm thinking about how my dad is getting sick or these things that are very sad, real problems that drinking enough water, especially in the morning, will help a lot. Mm-hmm. Like that it makes it it can feel a little invalidating, at least to me, to think about it that way. But yeah. taking care of those things and like sleeping enough. And that's the other thing I was going to say that for me, I str- like sleeping is the first domino. If I don't get enough sleep, then yeah. I'm. I wake up at noon and then I have to get to work by one and I don't eat anything before work or really yep. accomplish anything before work. And Definitely. then Same. it's time lost when I could have gotten enough sleep and been up earlier and been more productive. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep's the big one for me, too. I feel yeah. like, yeah, if I don't get enough sleep, I'm like a baby. I'm yeah, I'm like grouchy it. as yeah. fuck. I can't yeah. hang. Yeah, like, I get super grouchy where it's same. just like, where, and like, I always wonder, I'm just like, why am I so upset right now? It's like, oh, it's because I haven't slept enough. Mm-hmm. And it's the easiest one to neglect because yeah. you feel like you can address other needs yes. by sacrificing exactly. sleep. And that is sometimes true, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And then it can be a detriment. Yeah, it's not always the best compromise. Yeah, like it's a, it's a, it's one of the easier compromises to make when you're busy, mm-hmm. but it's also the one that like catches up with you quick. Well, and everybody's different too, though, right? Like some people need like five. I've met people that are just like, I just sleep like five hours a night, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't. There's like that. one percentage of the population that can do that. They're called like the sleepless elite or some shit, yeah. and they can wake up after five hours and be just fine. Like That's... a lot of a lot of like CEOs and business owners and shit like the people that are, that are like weirdly yeah. high achieving. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they, they have that many more hours in the day, and yeah. they need that that much less time. And I think on the flip side, there's also like comics that have been doing it 10 years that just can party a lot. We know people like that that seem to not need to sleep very often to recover, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I can't fucking party anymore. I I, I did that for a couple of years and now I'm just like, no, my brain needs so much more than it used to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it, and a big issue for sleep with me is that like when I'm sacrificing sleep, I'm usually also doing other things like it's really if 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 I'm drunk, it's really easy for me to justify not going to sleep on time. Because well, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. I only need like five hours, and then I wake up a little bit hungover and with not enough sleep. And I'm like, that fucking was a horrible, horrible idea. And now I have to deal with the day. You know, I'm usually waking up late, like like Sam described, not not eating or doing anything mm-hmm. uh, like accomplishing before that. And now you're just rushing through everything, hungover with no sleep, hungry. Oh, and that's it, the worst. And yeah, yeah. it just it all cycles back on itself. I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> I had three string cheeses and a yogurt in the car on the way over. <laughs> Yogurt's yeah. underrated. Sure. Yogurt's so underrated. <laughs> self-care fixes your gut yeah. no but that's the kind of thing though like when i like because i didn't sleep that much last night and i'm you know whatever a little bit hungover but i 
was like, I could grab, I could have just been like, I'm just going to drink this coffee and whatever, but I instead yeah. I grab, or I could like grab fast food or something on the way over. But yeah, Definitely. like little, so it's like harm reduction in that way where I was like, I'm going to eat three string cheeses and a yogurt. And now I don't feel like I'm dying. Yeah. And then yeah. Taylor shared his coffee with me and that was delicious. Yeah, now your life. So strong, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling it. <laughs> Absolutely kicking. Shout out to iced coffee. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 <laughs> I I've been on the hot coffee kick it. for most of my life. And this, this summer has been a lot of iced coffee and I'm I fuck with it. it. But with a heavy. Well, something you had said earlier, Zoe, was something like to the extent of um, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what was that? <laughs> I think I remember what you're going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about how like those things that we're talking about are often like we were saying, like if you don't deal with like sleep, food, you know, all the basic needs, it's really hard to like manage your mental health. And especially if you're going through a crisis and often those are the things that slip away the quickest. Like this, the like, but then when you feel good, often those things come naturally, right? Like, yeah. don't go to bed when you're tired, don't eat when you're hungry. But when you're stressed out or anxious or depressed, those things like shut down and you start to feel like, and then it just exacerbates all of it. So it's really tricky because those are the things that often go the quickest, but then are the hardest to rebuild, but yeah. also seem the simplest. So you're like, why the fuck can't I do this? Yeah, you're yeah. like beating yourself yeah. up for fucking up. Yeah. I get stuck in that a lot where I'm like, why is this so hard? I know it would make such a difference. Yeah. Sam, how do you relate to that? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's a good question, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> it's I the idea of harm reduction is so important to it yeah. because like addressing all of the your base needs fully is hard and kind of fucking boring probably yeah. sure. too. And you know, I I do things like we I smoke weed, I I I drink, I I do those things because I think it's fun and yeah. you have to have a mature understanding that those have negative effects yes. and that you're going to have to deal with that if you do those. And I am willing to. Mm -hmm. yeah. And for some people, it's too much. And if that's the case, then you everyone needs to do what they need to do yeah. to feel healthy and happy. And there are a lot of things that are bad for us that can make us feel happy and maybe even yeah. momentarily yes. healthy. Mm -hmm. Um you know, like alcohol is not all encompassing a good thing. Like, yeah, but yeah. It's, fun. it's not all encompassing a bad thing either. It's fun, and I think we've all, whether it was correct or not, in in a moment, just like blown off steam with alcohol, used it yeah. medicinally, and as long as you understand that isn't real, that you can still get enjoyment from those things. Yeah, yeah. It's like and, about balance and, and like acknowledging the potential for like if you're using it. For the same thing every single night, you know, like I, I would play video games for like every single night, and then I, you know, have a couple beers with that, and then those couple beers turned into like maybe more beers, yada yada yada, and like noticing that that you're using that to like cope, I think is really important. Yeah, yeah or if you're only using that to cope, exactly, right? you're not using that to blow off any steam. You're only using that alone at night to fucking get drunk and play video games and ignore your responsibilities, yeah, like that. That, 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 that and then you need point. to address it. Yeah, and yeah. It, it past just acknowledging it in your own mind and that's yeah. what addressing your base needs means sometimes yeah. Yeah. well i feel like a lot of times people just they they take like you know the idea that like oh i'm addressing it like oh i know i have a problem with alcohol but like don't do anything about it you know and it's right like, it's that making the actual adjustment and being like oh no like if i'm having a bad time with alcohol i need to take alcohol out of the equation like mm -hmm. you know just well, saying something is a problem is just pointing out the obvious i think that it just even just saying it it can be cathartic enough for some people yeah. that they doing the work it's seems very scary and hard anyways sure. but that that 
just saying it gives a little bit of comfort. You know, yeah. you know yourself a little bit better. Yeah, it could be a first step. And I'm not something. justifying yeah. that, but like, no, right. But I like, think you're putting out the importance of it and not downplaying, like even getting to the spot where you can say that you have a problem with something. The first step is always the yeah. most important one, even mm-hmm. if it's not always the hardest, yeah. you know, for yeah. some people, the admittance, is tougher than others. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Other people will admit it and then never do anything about it. Sure. Right? Or just, <laughs> yeah. didn't, you know, joke about it and yeah. make light of it and, yeah. and things like that. Well, and we, and we were talking about earlier about how like some people can like go harder with that kind of stuff than, and still like show up and perform. Like, I think that like I had a friend <clears throat> that I lived with when I was younger and she like, was just really fun and she still is when she drinks and but like we would talk about it and I'm like it kind of sucks because you're such a fun drunk but like yeah. she's like I know I drink too much and I'm like yeah but you like I've never had a, a roommate that was as drunk as you as often that d- that didn't annoy me like if anything yeah, I come home sure. and I'm like yay you're fun you know, yeah. like you're fun and well, I was it's... like those people are the people that I think that have a harder time dealing with yeah the substance stuff because it's like they they hold it they together. They don't get shamed maybe yeah. for mm-hmm. it. They don't feel as embarrassed. They get celebrated for yeah. it and yeah. we know people yeah, like that too. Say, like, they're funnier yeah. when Sounds like drunk. I should drink yeah. more if I'm fun drunk. Sometimes I'm funnier yeah. when I'm drunk too but then also sometimes I'm like dumb when I'm like there's a point there's a tipping yeah. point. Mm-hmm. When I, I think that the, the interaction <laughs> with the substances that you're even if it's not necessarily substances like that it was really difficult for me to monitor my drinking a, a, a couple years ago because I like with my roommate, we would get a 12-pack instead of two six-packs because that's a little bit cheaper. And then if I didn't keep up with him, and he drank very fast, mm-hmm. very often, if I, if I didn't keep up with him, then I was only getting maybe four beers out of the equation or maybe five if I was I'm lucky. I'm sorry, Taylor. It was no, not you. Not <laughs> it was not you. <laughs> and, but like, and that started... that ramped up how much and how fast I drank mm-hmm. and then I, I once I wasn't around them as much or drinking with them or buying 12-packs with them, I had to realize how much that actually turned into like like a regular habit even if i wasn't drinking with them i was still drinking that same amount yeah. at well you're like speed. a puppy that like has to eat really fast so that way it gets fed exactly yeah. and you're using you know the bit the money that you're losing is a justification exactly. which is like you're just taking yourself down the wrong path when mm-hmm. when you step back you realize like maybe i can just buy my own six pack and it's probably worth it to spend the extra 299 yeah to yeah. to guarantee that they all go to me <laughs> to fe- right to keep what belongs to you and also like be drinking at a comfortable rate for right. you yeah and yeah. W- and uh, to be to, to to my credit like uh, when i did that i only started drinking maybe like 3 a night and then i would have 3 for the next night so that you know that, that reduction yeah and yeah, you, you feel satisfied right. and uh you know probably better the next day I and threw all these up a lot things. less yeah. sure yeah. well no and this is making me think about how like <clears throat> i do get in my head a lot about how i'm like why can't i strike the perfect balance between all the things that i <clears throat> know i should be doing that make me feel better and I think I like the idea of thinking about the I of like those things through a harm reduction lens too because yeah. because if you if you I always tell my clients this like if the thing that you're doing to try to make yourself feel better isn't working or you're not doing it then it just becomes another thing that you're failing at and like the last thing I want to do is give a client something to do so I'm like if that doesn't work let me know it didn't work and then yeah. we'll strategize other stuff like we'll problem solve but you got to find the things that's like, a really good point yeah so I think that's really important because it often just becomes another thing we're like well now I'm fucking suck at this too yeah, yeah and I'm not drinking enough water yeah exactly yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that that can be a very defeating part of the process. If, if the one idea that you have for correcting the mm-hmm. the the problem isn't working out for you, then you just kind of feel like a failure. That's definitely something that I've 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 fell victim to plenty, and just like with my own self self talk, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Harm reduction makes me think of like gray areas, which I think we don't have enough of in our culture. And I think if we did, like, people would feel less shame. I think yeah, yeah. some people can the embrace extremes. a gray area yeah. more than others, and I like to think at least. I mean, we all have friends that are stubborn and you know hot take type people but i like to think that i 
interact and vibe better with people that can understand gray areas and accept them and give people that room and it depends on the the topic obviously there are some things that we should be black and white yeah hard fast on yes but i like things that harm other people. Right. Like, I yeah. don't like talking about those things. Yeah. Those yeah. are unpleasant things yeah. to me, typically. Yeah. And ideally, right. if you, you have good friends, you shouldn't be around people that you feel that way about. Sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But, well, yeah. I like just the, the scope of just kind of like harm reduction and the idea that like if you are doing at least a little bit better at these things, then like you're not completely, you know, like neglecting them. You know, like I don't need to be drinking eight gallons of water, but if I drank one gallon of water, I would be doing better than if I drank zero fucking water. Or just one more glass than you, than you did the day before. Exactly. You know, yeah. the, the day where you felt super dehydrated and you were dizzy and you didn't know why, and then you drank a glass of water and you're like, oh, that fixed a lot of issues. And then, it, you know, it, it's harm reduction, but it's also something you can build on yeah, just by starting like with doing that. Journey, point. And yeah. it make it, it'll make it easier to do a little bit more when right now doing all the things you're supposed to seems like way more than you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It reminds me of like the idea is like it's not the destination, it's the journey, you know? Yeah. Like if we feel like we have to get to an end point, then it's like we're never giving ourselves credit for our wins or our, you know, progress. Yeah, a progress. Yeah. So I think it gives you more space to be like, okay, I'm just working on this and I maybe I'll always be working on it. That, that's a really big concept in jujitsu. They they were yeah. like talking, I was like, I recognize this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's something I've really learned to well, like that I've realized is really important for me to feel like I can handle myself in my life is like it's not there isn't like an end point. It's just yeah. you always are trying to grow and change mm. and learn. And as long as you keep that mindset and curiosity about how you why you are the way you are then i think you're good to go yeah definitely <laughs> definitely all right well we're gonna take a real quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the smoke break we're here every sunday from 9 to 10 a.m on shady pines radio as well as pretty dope experience radio and we are back with the smoke break all right so this week's musical guest is martial law so step to the stage thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me my name is martial law i've got a couple songs i want to do for you guys today Welcome back to my mind, where we happen to find All the struggles that I'm dealing with, I'm having a time Welcome back to my mind, where we happen to find All the struggles that I'm dealing with, yeah. I'm having a time So welcome back, let me tell you the facts How I overdosed and woke up in an ambulance, that's When I probably should've quit, add a molly to the mix Sober seven hours, for I'm reaching for a fix Reach about the skies, so sky's my own appearance Reaching for the skies, no surprise and not clearance Heart beating to the kick drum I've been done with the bullshit I've been on I went numb Pain I'm feeling From the income Well then run Nothing better I could get done Struggles I survive With the pad of the pen This is the story Of my life Let me welcome you in Welcome back to my mind, where we happen to find All the struggles that I'm dealing with, I'm having a time Welcome back to my mind, where we happen to find All the struggles that I'm dealing with, I'm having a time Welcome back to my mind, where we happen to find Shout out to Dan Thomas and the Smoke Break for having me on here tonight Welcome back to my mind, where we happen to find All the struggles that I'm dealing with, I'm having a time My anxiety's been kicking 
Lose sleep like tradition Can't even smoke to make peace Look into the mirror, hate the man I used to see I got enemies who play friends Ross and Rachel, lose another day then No shit, it's April Paper to the pen, flip the stories I'm told When I old, wanna sit back in a house Me to go, tell some stories to my next to kin The best of jig, cup runneth over Well, I guess that's it Struggles, I survive with the pad of the pen This was the story of my life Now, welcome to your Welcome back to my mind, where we happen to find All the struggles that I'm dealing with, I'm having the time Welcome back to my mind, where we happen to find All the struggles that I'm dealing with, I'm having the time Welcome And that song means so much to me <laughs> First time I've actually done that song in a long time So I saved it for coming out here, so thank you guys So this next song, I believe we got change coming up next. I told uh, Angel Lange that uh, I do this when I came on here today. We dropped a video for this. Uh, it's live everywhere. Oh, we want to do that. Let's do dying. Let's do dying. This next song is called dying. And we're going to hit this one off real quick. Yeah, yeah. This is one of my most vulnerable songs of all time. So I've been looking, I've been looking. I've been looking for some things in my life that never gonna change I've been putting all my time in a place that I just can't stay All I want is the truth, but everybody just keep lying Feel the pain in my heart, stress got me feeling like I'm dying Build my whole career off of lies that they told me Look around, see the ghosts of all my homies Everybody know that I got it with no emotion Put the plan in motion, never questioning my motives People come and go, never felt alone Till I was walking down this road Got my pen and my paper, I call them my lifesavers In front of the mic, faded, I'm running on my I'm so cold, I'm overreactive, pain dug so low Don't know how to act when you approach me Hope please, this ain't the old me Please don't act like you know me Unless you play for the home team I'm sorry I've been looking for some things in my life That never gonna change I've been putting all my time in a place That I just can't stay True, but everybody just keep lying Feel the pain in my heart Stress got me feeling like I'm dying All this pain that I juggle Set me in a spiral I was at the bottom Mixing at the bottom of a bottle Mixing pills with my weed The shit that I need to sleep Pray to God that I don't dream Cause I see what they did to me I'm a loose cannon Who played on few standards Bruce Banner pissed and let loose On this blue planet Ooh, Shawty, wait a minute, I'm sorry, I can't explain I've been working on my craft, I must have lost track of days Pour another drink, drink until my struggles in the nighttime Hoping Bibles, hope for heaven's gates when it's my time All this work I put in on this earth Hope it don't lead to my hearse, but I swear I know my worth I've been looking for some things in my life that never gonna change I've been putting all my time in a place that I just can't stay True, but everybody just keep lying Feel the pain in my heart Stress got me feeling like I'm dying I've been looking for some things in my life That never gonna change
That one's called Dying. That is available on all platforms. Martial law. Now this next one is called Changed. Now we're here. Yo, shout out Angelo Ange. You made this whole dream come true. Video's out live. I love this song. Let's get it. I remember thinking back how life has changed Came a long way, growing up dealt with pain People come and go, only thing that remains Memories we hold, even those grow to fade Time goes quick, need a new watch Do it, never do not Keep your circle small, vultures looking for what you got Never trust a man beside a man inside a man Cause people quick to turn it back with dollars near I don't know about no struggles or no trenches I've been busy putting work in Sleepless in the studio until this shit was perfect Parties that I missed on, try to have a hit song Mama man, I swear to God it's worth it in the long haul I spent too long with my enemies Lots of people may they rest in peace Everybody know that when I'm cooking that's the recipe Made some choices in my life that shit really get to me Time that I spent in the boot for the years Dreaming of diamonds and cools to appear No one could ever say nothing about mine My drivers, how I would overcome fear If you look me in the eye I see a fight that I've been fighting my whole life Like oh, oh. I remember thinking back how life has changed Came a long way growing up dealt with pain People come and go only some memories we hold, even those grow to fade Yeah, I know the memories gon' fade I've, I've had, had my share of dark, dark days. days I know the love will remain But all I can see and I feel is the pain Dust the dirt off your shoulder, off your shoulder. What you don't deal with now gon' get worse as you get older You don't really love her, you just own her They ask me how I do it, moving mountains in a Instagram, Head of the Angels. That's Angel, aka Lil Angel, right there. Turn that hook back one more time, though. I remember thinking back how life has changed. Came a long way, growing up, dealt with pain. People come and go, only thing that remains are memories we hold, even those grow to fade. I got a couple more for you, real quick, before I get going on this next one. I got to make a special shout out to Sleepy Samurai. Uh, Sleepy Samurai, one of my closest friends. The whole reason these next two songs ever came to be between him, my beautiful woman, Molly at home. Shout out to you as well. I got a couple more songs and I know you guys are going to be singing along at home. So let's do this. Like, I don't even need the earpiece for this one. I'm just ready to bounce. Hey, what's the matter? You don't talk too much. Just talk a little bit. Keep quiet. Yeah. You don't eat much. You've been to one of my shows. You've heard this. Tell me I'm high, tell me I'm really the greatest to do it, don't matter to me Tell me to drop, all of the music I'm holding, I'll tell her we'll check the release Tell me to stop, tell me to give up on music, I better I was fucking the queen I've been a beast, fuck do you mean? You don't want nothing, I brought to the team 
whole city getting shitty with me, really different living in a better place. Ever did, I was ever sitting on my mama bird, such a level's face. Level change after several days, I get no sleep, stay wide awake. Shut out no see, show me brighter days. The sleepy came, let the fire blaze. Hop in the boom, murdering tracks as I do. Only if I'm in the mood, now I'm in the mood. Y'all better move, me and my crew coming through. We running, you running, we gunning opponents. We done, we'll be up on the news. Components, composing, compulsive emotion. We really got nothing to lose. Tell me I'm hot, tell me I'm really the greatest to do it. Don't matter to me. Tell me to drive. Follow the music I'm holding. I tell him go check the release. Tell me to stop. Tell me to give up on music. Got better us fucking the queen. I've been a beast. Fuck do you mean? You don't want nothing. I brought to the team. My mind stayed went to I race. Smoking heavy just to numb the pain. Sick of the headaches you cause me. Mix up the Tylenol with some Novocaine. In my older days, why go insane? Chemical damage affected my brain. Difficult battles I never should play. Verses I wrote now I never will say. How this keep happening? All these pills that I'm popping can manage it. Try to abandon it. Lie that I handled it. I lied about myself. It's just cannabis. That's what I said. Off of my meds. The doctor calling shit. I plead the fifth. Oxycontin in my fingertips. I just told the beat. Increase the heat of it. Tell me I'm hot. Tell me I'm really the greatest to do it. Don't matter to me. Tell me to drop. All of the music I'm holding. I tell her go check the release. Tell me to stop. Tell me to give up on music. Got better. I was fucking the queen. I've been a beast. Fuck do you mean? You don't want nothing. I brought in the team. So you say, I had to keep these samples in there. Let's go ahead and let's spin it over to that next one real quick. This is the one I normally get the crowd going to be like, when I say step in front of me, I'm going to have y'all say I'm going to do what I have to. So I'll pretend like they're here. I've been the evil rap dude Tall white boy, skinny jeans and tattoos Fist 40 ounce, half G in bad school Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Fist 40 ounce, half G in bad school Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Rolling paper, my motivator Hard to forward layer, smoke a skywalker Hope she don't know I'm Vader Where I talk, probably roll with Lakers Smoke some weed that'll overbake ya Y'all I had a played out like a rollerblader About to have a laid out, she coming over later About to pull strains out, pick a flavor Now she can't talk straight, think I know Vicada Bit of minutes before I finish my sentence I hardly ended a verse, people started repenting Pray to God what is worse, a masochist or a vision I'm having visions of death, try to pin it on religion I've been the evil rap dude Tall white boy, skinny jeans and tattoos Fist 40 ounce, half G in bad school Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Fist 40 ounce, half G in bad school Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Ladies and gentlemen, how could we ever just Sit around with other people, grow jealous then Talk about it like they're not our competitors I want the throne, nothing less what I settle for Born the lead of the Thraki whore From shore to shore, step to me, there will be war You will be more, so please reward Think twice before you step in the sight of death sight I'm the king of the north Sleep well, got the knife to your chest Blades cold, maybe with the mic and be blessed Case closed, if anything you like to confess Say so, now let me show you why I'm the best I've been the evil rap dude Tall white boy, skinny jeans and tattoos Fist 40 ounce, half G in bad school Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Fist 40 ounce, half G in bad school Step in front of me, I'ma do what I have to Thank you for your time, my name is Marshall Law That has been Marshall Law, this has been The Smoke Break And we'll be right back after a commercial break Pretty good, I think. 
And we are back with the smoke break. Marshall Law, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thank Absolutely. Thank you guys oh, for man. having me. How was it out there? Is it a little hot? It's a little warm out there. Yeah. A little warm. A little warm. Hey, you should have turned the fan on him. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you put it you put it work. You put it work. I, I would, but I'd that. have to dip yeah, off the stage. So. <laughs> but trust that we're trying to get that heat or that's uh, coolness to you. Fans on, the fans okay, on. Fair enough. Yep, yep. Uh, so, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Um, so it's, you, something you had said earlier was just that, like, you know, one of those songs was, like, super, super important to you. Yeah. Um, do you f- think that you write music that kind of is representative of a time in your life? Realistically, yeah. So a lot of the music that I make, um, I'm not somebody who could just go home, throw a beat on, and start writing. Like, I really have to be in a mental place. Like, that song, Welcome Back, I was going through probably one of the hardest times in my life. Same thing with dying. And uh-huh. I couldn't find a way to get those emotions out. Mm-hmm. And I remember just sitting there and that song dying came across, especially, uh, especially, excuse me. I was sitting there and everything that I had going on, you know, at the end of the day, man, my feelings are a representation of the music that I put out. And yeah. that's why everything is so personal to me. Everything sounds different, but yeah. I definitely use my music to kind of escape my head, so to speak. No, no <laughs> definitely. I, I can definitely relate. I was actually like going through trying to like uh, create a new set for this Portland's Funniest Person competition mm-hmm. coming up. And I'm just like, do I want to do old jokes so that way I can try in advance? Or do I want to do like new stuff that's kind of representative of the time and the, mm-hmm. the, the stuff that I've been going yeah. through? Um, that's the one. No, I just said, yeah, that's too No, 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 I'm just kidding. (laughs) I think that I can relate, I guess, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I can definitely relate to like looking back and being like, oh, this is when I was, you know, uh, talking about struggling with substances. Mm -hmm. This is when I was talking more about mental health. This is when I was talking more about sexuality. Just all the different aspects Mm -hmm. of my life and what that's representative of. Do you feel like you kind of have like periods like that as well, Zoe, where you look back? Yeah, definitely. Like I was thinking about, we've talked about it before, about like I've been writing a lot of jokes about like dating and sex just because I've been single and like, went through a rough breakup and that just felt like the easy shit to talk about, you know, sure. but also it was just the shit that was funny to me too. Cause I think, you know, the stuff that's hard is often the stuff that's funny. Mm-hmm. And like before when I was in a relationship, I was like telling jokes about how like I was annoyed with living with my boyfriend and how I wanted yeah. to like run away and join a pack of coyotes. Yep. I think, which I think is pretty <laughs> sweet. Please come back <laughs> to that. Joke. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, definitely. And sometimes it's hard. Like you were saying, like sometimes your really good jokes are ones from different times in your life Mm -hmm. and they're funny, but like they'll stop being as funny if it doesn't feel as real. So yeah, that's a hard thing. Do you feel like the jokes get harder for you to tell or like harder for you to like sell and like land on if, if if they're not still like super relevant to your experience? Yeah, totally. Like I had a joke that I used to open with all the time and I was just like, it's just every time it's not hitting lately. And I was like, you know what? I think it's because I'm just sick of it. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like it doesn't feel authentic anymore because I've said it so many times. It feels like it's like this thing I say. Yeah. 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 I I could definitely say that I relate to that just in the sense of like there's songs that I have that like, you know, were very representative of like when Mm -hmm. I was struggling with alcohol. Now that I'm not struggling with alcohol, they hold that place of like a reminder of like, this is where I was at. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's so many things that I go back and I listen to and people are like, well, this sounds so much different than there, but that's where I was at that point in my life. That's like, uh, you know, I get done with a show and like I did skits Craven. I did a, sh- a song with soul Luna right after. And that song, that's because I was so gassed up. I was so hyped. Yeah. I made this song. doesn't sound like anything else I've done, but yeah, I totally get that going back and seeing all that stuff and yeah. seeing the different times in your life. Definitely. Well, that's a good point too. Cause you're like influenced by the other creative people mm-hmm. around you too. And that your art can represent that, like what creative space you're in mm-hmm. based on the other people that you're around too. Yeah. Definitely what, what you got inspired by. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your inspiration can totally change the flavor of your art for sure. Definitely. Taylor, do you feel like there's any like art that you feel like you consume during a certain period of your life that like maybe? Definitely. There was a like when I was uh, a younger teenager, when I was very new to understanding like what depression and, and like anxiety was, there was mm-hmm. a, a, a lot of 
a lot of music that was new to me at the time, but now it's kind of become like cringy, I guess. But like it was yeah. it, like when, when I was 13, I was super into Nirvana and, yeah. and shit like that. And now obviously well, not you, cringy. I don't think that Nirvana is cringy. I think that some of the community around pushing the Kurt Cobain oh, yeah, that's, like yeah. that has gotten a little bit cringy. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Bit, but, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> but like uh, like them and, and Sublime are two of the one are oh, two yeah. of the main ones that like I, really I, I, I have a 40 ounce of freedom tattoo on my chest just because I was like they were the exact opposite ends of what I was experiencing. Like one of them helped me relate with the depression and the anxiety and the detachment from reality yeah. and feeling mm-hmm. alone. And then one of them would kind of gave me the hope of just like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're just mm-hmm. like the song bad fish was the exact uh, like opposite end of the song, something in the way for me. And like mm-hmm. the, they, 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 they balanced me out pretty well, but yeah. th- that has definitely influenced me to be in touch with a lot of, 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 of both sides of that for me so there's well, a, a lot of my writing has gotten to the point where i can be whimsical and, and 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 funny in the screenplays and then also be in touch with like the really really darker spots of it that have led to the funnier spots that have yeah. then in turn led to the darker spots mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. It, it, it opens a door for a lot of creative freedom for sure definitely that's, that's honestly the beautiful thing about art in all forms and i envy everybody in here that can do comedy because that's what i wanted to do so bad when yeah. i was a kid watching robin williams growing up i was like i want to do that yeah and mm-hmm. I got on stage at an open mic one time, never again went back. But um, mm-hmm. kind of like what you were saying, too, like for me, it was um, and this is probably with everything going on in the world. But Kanye West, 808 and Heartbreaks, I went through a really, really nasty breakup. Uh, I was dating the girl for seven years and yeah, things ended time. really, really roughly. 808 and Heartbreaks was on repeat day and night, day yeah. and night, every time. And it so just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so it was day and night. Yeah, so it was day and night. Shout out Kid Cuddy. So. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a heavy ass album to be listening to after a breakup. Like that, those are definitely like indicative of like emotional turmoil situations. And yeah. so going through a breakup and then having mm-hmm. that on repeat is like, yeah. there's probably a lot of pain you went through, but also a lot of like familiarity. I needed that though. Yeah. I needed that. I needed to escape through that pain. And like, same thing, like, uh, like a lot of Hobson when I was, you know, 14, 15, I was listening to Word. a bunch of Hobson right around yeah. there. And uh, then, you know, when I was getting angry, it was like, all right, well, let's go back and listen to some, you know, listen to some Nas. Let's go listen to some Eminem and yeah. uh, just kind of running around. But music really just kind of helped me escape. And that's that's one of the reasons that I've stuck around this so long. Yeah, that's definitely. Dope. Well, that's dope that you found a way to express yourself, even though comedy didn't pan out in the way yeah. that you thought it might. Yeah. Only funny thing about me is how I look sometimes. That's about <laughs> it. <So. laughs> Sometimes me too. <laughs> no, but I, I can really relate to that too. Like sometimes like a song or something and then it's like forever that song will always make you feel that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know how smells are like that yeah. too. Sometimes song, I feel like music and smells both. Smells are usually, it's like, I don't know what the memory is, but it feels really nostalgic. Yeah. But music often, there's like a specific song, like a specific thing you went Definitely. through. And it always is going to make you kind of feel in that space again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's what's super dope about music is it really like, brings you to this like visceral place of absolutely feeling yeah. what you were feeling back then and like yeah it's cool well i feel like it could take you to a certain time like there was this song that like i really liked that was i would listen to with one of my best friends who passed away and like mm-hmm. after they passed away it was like my way of reconnecting with them yeah. you know like every time that song came on you know i'd be like oh, i can't skip it like this is our song yeah mm-hmm. so yeah like music definitely has a way of like transporting you back to to some of those um, things so like which song for you do you feel like is representative of like a time that you'd like, want to talk about we're talking like my own music, the, the music or we... some of the music that you just played for us uh so dying uh dying is one of the closest songs to me and the reason i have a hard time performing that song sometimes i get i get super choked up when i do that song yeah. and it's just you know the first couple lines just like i built my whole career off of lies that they told me look around see the ghosts of all my homies and like that first two bars right there is just because there's been so many people in my life that have come in or come and gone and it's 
certain people that I felt like they were just looking for an opportunity to use something out of me or out of one of my friends. And especially, you know, I love the Portland community out here and how positive and loving and everything, especially in the hip hop local community. But there have been a lot of people that, you know, they're here because they're trying to get an opportunity off of you. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you think they're your friends and it hurts to find out they're not. So that song really holds a lot of weight to me. Yeah. Definitely. I, I like the sentiment that you made about like wanting to do stand-up comedy because you saw Robin Williams do mm-hmm. that. And I, I think that earlier Sam Whiteley was talking about like finding what like how, like how to be true to yourself on stage. Mm-hmm. And like it's, it's like that, that you found rap to do that. You know, I, I think a lot of people see comedians that they like and they're like, I want to do that, even mm-hmm. though it's not necessarily mm-hmm. true to themselves. Like I, it took me a while to be like, I'm I don't necessarily want to be this extremely high energy you know, like like on stage type of person, and I ended up finding people like Hannibal Burris, and I was like, "This is yeah. I love this shit." Where I he's love like, Hannibal he, yeah. he's just taking like one super basic concept mm-hmm. and just ripping it apart with this like really strange observational humor and like yeah. that 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 low energy shit was always resonated with me since I found shit like that. I've seen him three times. He's fucking dope. I love yeah. him. Yeah, I gotta yeah. go see him. Yeah. I gotta go see him. I seen him at like at the, the, I think I seen him at the Aladdin Theater twice before he got bigger, and then I seen him at one of the bigger ones. That's sick. But yeah. I okay. found him on the Eric Andre show first because oh, yeah, I was really in the Eric Andre show. That guy's stand up is fucking funny too. He's <laughs> such a fucking spaz. They're on the exact opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's why that, that show works. That guy's, so, energy, yeah. that guy's energy makes me fucking laugh, dude. <laughs> I should watch that later. I'm he almost got laugh. beat up on 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 the movie he made, like really? because well, because it was all like public pranks and shit like that. Yeah. And like, oh he, yeah, there's a couple times where he went to like some like down south places and they did not vibe with it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. When you were talking about 40 ounces to freedom, I was thinking about the miseducation of Lauren Hill and that fucking album is like so yeah. nostalgic yeah. for me. It has so many feelings. Like it's I had a, raw. Yeah. And I had a friend that like that uh, passed away like right like the night I graduated from high school yeah. and uh, rest in peace order. And I have his finger, name tattooed on my finger, but he but that album came out right around then. And there's a couple tracks on that album that I'm just like, like, it's not even about that. But for me, it's about that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Word. that's 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 a really good way to like put that is just like, yeah, a song doesn't necessarily have to be about that thing. But there are mm-hmm. definitely like lines that you relate to where you're just like, no, they wrote this for me. Yeah, no, and it, it yeah, probably wasn't me. even about like loss, but it was like maybe like a it was about like a breakup. But like for me, it was about like losing my friend or whatever, you know, because yeah. there's some similarity, obviously grieving. And, and you can attach those concepts, you know, freely. Like, that, that's the exactly. beauty of like yeah. of, of, of art like that is where like th- this person wasn't necessarily talking about losing a friend they were talking about losing a relationship but like mm-hmm. that the concept of grief was able uh-huh. to be applied to your situation yeah yeah. yeah. Well, and also 40 Ounces to Freedom was like one of the first, the first album that I ever got really fucked up on mushrooms. On. <laughs> so like to this day when I hear it, I f- and there's parts where it's all distorted and I'm like, I feel like I'm high again. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> me both with, uh, of those. That's me with J. Cole. When I hear She Knows, like back, like first time I ever, like I, I rolled for the first time and I was listening to She Knows driving down Highway 99 and the lights and it's weird. I like play that song sometimes yeah. and I'm like, no, nah, bro. I'm, yeah. I've been sober for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Like, what's happening yeah, right yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Things start melting, and you're like, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even take anything. But this yeah. is, it's, it's like when you crack your spine and you're 60 or some shit, and all your tripping balls oh, again. God. I'm waiting well, for that. Something that that you were talking about, um, like it, you had talked about an overdose in one of your songs. Mm-hmm. So, like, so what what does that do for you? Like, kind of talking about that part of your life through your music. It was closure um, for a long time. Um, you know, the hardest part for me was I would feel like I needed to put on a persona when I went out to go hang out with people and Mm -hmm. I didn't want to stand out or be that guy that they were like, Oh, you know, it's the corny white boy that's probably on drugs over there. But I get that a lot too. (laughs) (laughs) For me, you know, it was like putting that on a song and putting out there. I hated that song when I released it and sleepy samurai, uh, shout out sleepy one more time. 
he was the one that convinced me to just drop that and put that on the album. And I'm glad he did because I've gone back and listened to it so many times now. And it's just like, I don't know how I would have felt if I wouldn't have released this because I will listen to it when I'm having a bad day. Yeah. And it just, it helps me get through the day. Definitely. Definitely. And I think that's cool that like you've created art that like you can consume on some of your, like, cause I've definitely done that with like old songs where I've gone back and I'm like, fuck, I made this. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. This is a little thing that I did. Lil Zane was, he had a dream and he made this song yeah. and it's like, it's really cool to like, you know, and even see your growth, like something that somebody I had uh, seen talk about it. They were just saying like, hey, just release stuff because that mm -hmm. is representative of that time. Like, mm -hmm. no, it's not perfect, but you weren't perfect at that time. Yeah. You don't just become perfect at something. You got there's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. definitely. Well, and, and there's a skill in like releasing music, like the, oh, the willingness yeah. to like, uh, like just put stuff out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you can get better at that. You can get better at marketing yourself. You can get better at knowing absolutely. what's marketable even, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like you, the willingness to just put stuff out gives you that ability to like reflect. That makes me think about when I'm trying to decide if a joke should like make it to a show set or if yeah. it's just going to remain in my open mic set. Cause it's fun, but it's not yeah. like, you know, like, yeah, I'm like, when do I graduate them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So is there anything that like any songs that you have that you're just like, you know, this one's coming with me for a while. Like you're going to be rocking it or you uh, wait for new evil, music? evil, evil, that song evil. And that's, um, Really, it's the the way that the crowd gets going. It shows with that one. Yes. Um, I mean, you were there at the uh, the yeah. give back, and um, you know, figure eight's great things that he does over at the way post, and the crowd getting involved. Like for me, who's always I'm the my own biggest critic right. by landslide. I feel like we all are in yeah. a sense, but yeah. um, seeing that crowd respond is like okay, I did something right. Like, yeah, that's cool. People Definitely. like that, and uh, so that song goes with me everywhere. Yeah, nice. that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely need to get more songs where I'm like, I feel like I'm getting that, that you know, the the give back from the, the mm -hmm. audience where you're mm -hmm. like, you're giving them something and they're giving it back. Like, that's that's such a, a great feeling. And yeah, it's it's hard to replicate. Like, not every song is going to be that. No. But not every song <laughs> needs to be that. You and that's, know? that's a good point, too. It's a, it's a really good way to think about it versus just being like, oh, well, people didn't like this one or that one. You know, like I was saying, kind of we were talking earlier, it's, you know, when I make music, it's I don't care if anybody else in this room likes it, anybody else watching likes it. Yeah. I know I like it. Yeah. And that's all that matters to me at the end of the day. Yeah. Exactly. But I feel like audience can feel that self-respect, too. You know, mm -hmm. like if, if they yeah. feel you vibing with it, then that that increases the chance of them just be like it's almost like like the green light for them to vibe yep. with it, too. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like that authenticity we were talking about, like, even if it's not particular to them, like you being authentic is going to read as like more entertaining than you being something you're not you know like yeah absolutely yeah, yeah definitely i think that's a really good point to bring up is that like yeah when you are your most authentic self people like fucking gravitate towards that like mm -hmm. even if it's not something like i am not the biggest fan of eric andre but the fact that he is that authentic <laughs> and yeah. that he is that himself and people vibe with that i respect the shit out of that 100 yeah. yeah. so all right well awesome well that has been the smoke break marshall thank you so much yeah, for joining for us thank you guys yeah, for having me yeah absolutely. thank you guys so much thank you yeah uh i've been your host your old pal zane here with zoe shorts bye marshall law and taylor barrett he's out listening to Limp biscuit <laughs> shout out Limp biscuit <laughs> 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 as much as i can <laughs>